Adventist Daylight Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. He's been good to me. segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. The waters may be very deep, but you, it will never swallow. The fires may be red hot seven times, but your life, it will hallow. There are seasons when all things show you are only lying fellow. All this shall deepen your faith in life matters not to be shallow. For he will be leading, mending the straight path that's so narrow. But you shall activate the word that cuts through bone and marrow. Great shall be your tremendous blessings and elevation for tomorrow. Yours will be the abundant gains in all things to lead never to borrow. Your testimony shall cause many to know and Christ to follow. He would definitely feel your heart that was once wanting and hollow. God can give him your all. Written by Ebenezer Koi.
Hello, children of the living God. It is a great privilege for us all to be gathered together here once again to share and listen to the marvelous words that our Lord and Savior has installed for us. Today's lesson is captioned Pentecost. For 10 days, the followers of Jesus prayed, evaluated their experiences with Jesus in the light of Scripture, showed humility and acceptance to each other, and finally allowed the Holy Spirit to impress the truth upon them, just as the Spirit hovered over the face of the waters. At the beginning of the creation process, so too the Spirit of God hovered over each of the disciples, appearing as divided tongues of fire on each of them. It was a new beginning, a new creation. Stay glued to your sets as our pastor takes us through the whole lesson. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here has always been our brother, Blessed Anno. Please are welcome. Thank you. Pentecost, please take us through. Dear listener, we welcome you again to this study, Waiting for the Outpouring of the Holy Spirit. By the grace of God, the promise finally came to pass. On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit descended as a tongue of fire settling upon them, and they received the power. As the lesson is telling us, they accepted themselves, they forgave themselves, they lived in harmony, they lived in love, and showed humility to themselves in that they allowed themselves so that God would purify them to make them anew, to prepare them and make them ready for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Finally, the day came and they received the Holy Spirit. If you look at Acts chapter 2, if you read from verse 3, it said, They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire, thus separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit enabled them. So when they received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit empowered them to carry the task God has given to them, the duty, the rule, their responsibility. They were able to do it to a maximum point. In that, before the Holy Spirit poured out upon them, they would not be able to carry on the work God has assigned to them. Therefore, they needed this strength. Likewise, we also need this strength. At times, we talk about this test and we have a different interpretation or understanding to what the Bible is saying in Acts chapter 2, from verse 5 to 12. If you read from verse 5 to 12, it tells you the different kinds of people who have guarded in Jerusalem that day. There were people from all walks of life. The Bible says, if you read Acts 2 from verse 2, it says that there were Jew believers from all the other countries, people from Egypt, from all points, Libya and other parts of the world, were in Jerusalem that day. And these men, the disciples of Jesus Christ, began speaking in tongues. And the Bible says clearly that everybody could hear that they are speaking his or her own language. So they wondered, what is this? What is happening? What is going on here? Are all these men all Galileans? Why are they speaking my own language that I speak? Have they drunk? And Peter said, my brothers, we are not drunk because it is only the third hour of the day. But it is the Holy Spirit who is doing his work. 
Conversely, if you look at Genesis chapter 11, from verse 1 to 9, after the flood, the group of people who were living decided to build a tower. God, after creation, told man that give birth and replenish the earth. So God gave that commandment after creation. But man decided to do otherwise, to live in one place and not to do what God wants them to do. So they decided to build a tower and their purpose was that they want to make a name for themselves. Unfortunately, God was distested. So he came down and scattered them, confused their language, and he scattered them all over the earth. That, that is how we have different languages. But this day, God also bring them together again and also gave them people that could speak their language that they would understand. The purpose of this was that he wants every person there to understand or to accept the gospel message and carry it to their own homelands. So by the grace of God, Peter spoke and they understood the message Jesus had for them. Dear friend, we thank God for this privilege that he has granted us. Pentecost is our lesson topic for today. And as we have really understood the lesson, I believe we'll also go out and share with others as well. Some who had, under the inspiration of Satan, consented to the death of Jesus, were now, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, converted to Jesus. So therefore, what does this tell us of the power of God, not only to forgive the worst of sins, but also to change the hardest of hearts? As a matter of truth, any time we give our hearts to Jesus Christ, He changes it. He breaks it down, He melts it, and creates it anew. As a matter of truth, these same people who have heard about Jesus Christ or have seen Him speak to them, healing, touching lives, and doing all sorts of great wonders, rejected Him previously. But when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and Peter stood addressing the people, telling them what they have done, how they've prepared themselves for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and how the Spirit is working in them. He narrated or he placed before them the true message or the mission of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And he rebuked them that you did not accept him, you, have, you crucified him. And under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he was able to convert them. He explained to them, they understood that yes, we did what was wrong previously, but now we want to do the right thing. So anytime, that is why sometimes you see someone, let me say in quote, a sinner, someone who is a drunkard, someone who is a thief, an armed robber, a fornicator, whatever. But the moment he comes into contact with the Holy Spirit, the person turns on a new life in his life. He becomes a new person. First Corinthians 5.17 says that, if we are in Christ Jesus, we become new creatures or new things. Behold, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So anytime a person comes to Jesus Christ and avails himself for the Holy Spirit to work on his heart, he becomes new. That is why they were able to convert their hearts or change their old life and become new in Christ Jesus. Let us avail ourselves to Christ and he work on us and make us inheritors of his kingdom. Amen. Amen. With this, our pastor will give us his last words. Yes, as I said earlier, we are grateful unto the Lord for this wonderful message. Dear friend, I encourage you that the Holy Spirit is always near. He wants to knock 
on your heart, he wants to live with you, avail yourself to him. Let things that will hinder him go out of your life. But strength cometh only from the Lord. So as you go on your news, as he has promised us in Luke chapter 11 verse 13, that anytime we request the Holy Spirit he will give to us, ask him because you cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. Ask him and he will give to you. And when he comes into your heart, allow him to do his work. Don't hinder him. And I hope by his grace, you become a new person. And you witness to the world and let them know that indeed, a savior has saved you. May the good Lord bless you as you prepare to walk in the way of God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for how far he has brought us and for taking us through the lessons of For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
the moment of truth watching for you and you are welcome to the moment of truth i am your humble servant dominic bonnie today someone i have titled it be stronger if you really want to say if you want to say what god has asked you be stronger be stronger i want us to take the account of first kings chapter 22. This is the account between the king of Judah, the king of Israel, against the opponent king of Syria. The king of Judah was called Jehoshaphat, and the king of Israel was called Ahab. He was the king that had the same account with Elijah. When he and his wife Jezebel had to wrestle with with only one man of God who stands for God, Elijah. We want to have the same account between him, king of Israel, Ahab, and against the king of Syria. Let's take our Bible and open to 1 Kings, chapter number 22. He said, Now three years passed without war between Syria and Israel. It came to pass in the third year that Joseph, the king of Judah, when down to visit the king of Israel, the king of Israel said to his servant, Do you know that Ramoth in Gilead is ours? Ramoth in Gilead was just a land. So he was telling Joseph, Joseph, do you know? Ahab was telling, do you know that land belonged to Israel? He said, yes, I know. Let us listen what transpired between them. He said, do you know that Ramoth? In Gilead is ours, but we hesitate to take it out of the hand of the king of Syria. So he said to Joshaphat, Will you go with me to fight at Ramoth, Gilead? Joshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my, my horses are yours. Now let's listen to what Joshaphat said again. Also Joshaphat said, to the king of Israel, please inquire for the word of the Lord today. My friend, have you ever dreamt and asked God that my actions that I'm going through are in line with God? This king said this, please Ahab, let's take our time and consult God. And, and see God consent about this decision I want to take. Either to go for this war or not to go. 
Anytime we are doing something, we have to ask ourselves, is God in connection with what you are doing at workplace? You alone with friends. What comes in your mind? Ask yourself, would Jesus do the same thing if it was him? For Christians, God says, the light, in the presence of light, darkness cannot stand. So in the holiness of God's children, Christians, the darkness of sin cannot be in us. Let's continue the story. He says, Then a king of Israel gathered the prophet. Now Ahab called the prophet or the prophet and said, Bring them 400 prophets. And he asked them, Please, we want to go for war, but you want to inquire from God. What God has to say about this? I know these people have really rehearsed about the answer. Because they heard about the, the, the incidents. Can Ahab want to ask them about? So with one choral voice, they, they, they all said, Yes, King, you have to go. Go out for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. My brother, whenever the majority in one chorus say something, we have to be careful either to accept it or to, or to decline it. Because it is difficult for people to come together with one consent and say that this is the truth of God. For one thing that I used to say to myself is this. God used to say, he says, the way for righteousness is very narrow. But the way to sin, the way to destruction is as wild as, 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 as anything that man can think of as wild. With one chorus, say, king, you can go. Because the Lord will deliver it into your hand of the king. But let us listen to what the king of Judah said, Joseph said. He said, and Joseph at verse 7 said, he said, Is there not still a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? My brother, if you are listening to me, sometimes one person can stand out in the group and, and show a different suggestion. We should not disdain that person. We should not prevent that person because God does not move with the majority. So the king said, yes, I have one person called. One person who does not say a lot, who say a lot of evil about me. A prophet called Micaiah. He said, this king always, let's read. He says, so the king of Israel said to Joseph, there's say one man, Micaiah, the son of Ina, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him. I hate this man because he does not prophesy good Concerning about me, but evil. But Joseph said, do not say this, Ken. When they call this man, they sent for him. I want to make it short. They sent for him. They sent for Micaiah. <clears throat> and the man, the, the, the servant that they sent to go and bring him said, my friend, when you go, say the same thing this prophet has said that, that Ken have to go. Because he went and he could not say something that tickles the 18 year of Ken. Ahab, he said, this man said to you, this man will never say anything good about me. My friend, the truth sometimes cuts. The truth sometimes when it, it, we, we, we hear it, how to cut our heart into two. The truth of God sometimes is hard. So I have named that someone be stronger. There's only one man who stands like Elijah, have to stand for God and say the truth. So I've said, if you really want to take God by his word, if you want to be true Christian, then you have to be stronger. If you really want to go by the word of God, we cannot be 
in union with the world, be worldly and start to worship God truthfully. We can't. He says in Matthew chapter 10 that because of the world, there will be enmity between the father and the son, the daughter and the mother, the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law. Because of the truth of God, many of us have to suffer for it. You and I, it's about time we reckon with what is going on in the world. Just listen now. The news going on. Men of God cannot live by the truth. But it's left unto you and me to hold on to the truth of God. May God cling in our hearts. May God embed and may God fortify our mind that every day, day in and day out, we will rely on the truth of God. God, you are the one that we seek. You are the one that we need. Until our heart is fought far with truth, we never be safe. So as this someone is says, moment of truth, take the truth of God. For the truth will set you free. May God richly bless you. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana. Voice of I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.